0: Hey guys, welcome to Just Don't Know. I know it's weird that uh, I'm doing the intro and not Kyle this week.
1: Are you going to introduce me or no? Oh,
0: I'm Jess and to my left, as always, is... Hi
1: guys. That's the way you do it every day. Hi guys, it's Miguel. So what's so, the premise? Let's set this so up. What's the, the, what's the premise? From the top. Because like, I don't know what we're doing. Well... Each week, Jess, you know, like when you date someone, you know stuff they don't stuff. Sometimes the stuff you know doesn't overlap.
0: Yeah. So.
1: So each. Each me-
0: week, uh, Kyle will introduce me to something that he knows about from his childhood or something that's impacted him. Yeah. And try to have me guess it and make a complete ass of myself.
1: Well, you might get it this week. You never know. You're usually pretty good at getting them.
0: Yeah, usually.
1: Yeah. So this week, Jess, we are doing a documentary.
0: Okay, that's the
1: first. It is the first. It's called Sweatbox.
0: Sweatbox. Yes. Initially, I'm thinking of like a sauna, but I don't think
1: that that's... It's not. It's funny you say that because I I, I, uh, I illegally downloaded it off the Pirate Bay and the first link is uh sex at sweatbox 2010 gay that's not it trust me i watched i watched it i downloaded it that's not that's not the right one yeah i'm
0: sure you downloaded it you're like no this sounds this sounds legit well like, I, just, I just clicked the let's best let's watch some gay porn and <clears throat> you know a sauna
1: i thought it was like gay like happy
0: oh uh, yeah mm.
1: they were happy anyway so it's a documentary it's a disney documentary oh a disney documentary and you're probably what are you probably wondering why did you legally download it if we have disney plus
0: it's not on Disney Plus, is it?
1: It's not. This is the documentary. This is like the the tagline. This is the documentary Disney doesn't want you to see.
0: Okay, now I'm very intrigued as to what it could be about.
1: Uh, like like every episode, I'll let you guess, but I'll give you a little more um like uh, context. Context of what it is. Thank you. A documentary about a Disney movie that stars Owen Wilson and the making of it and how the entire premise change in Photon's ass. You know the famous uh, Disney cartoon Owen Wilson.
0: I can't think of anything that Owen Wilson's in that Disney owns.
1: You know the movie that stars Owen Wilson and, and co-stars uh, David Spade. Oh no. Kingdom of the Sun.
0: I've never heard of Kingdom of the Sun.
1: Or as it's known nowadays, The Emperor's New Groove.
0: Owen Wilson isn't in that one.
1: He are you sure because he recorded a bunch of audio for it and he's he's the, the star of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. He's not in the what Disney has released then because Owen Wilson is. I can't think of any Disney movie that Owen Wilson's
1: in. Cars, but that's Pixar. But anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna watch this and then we're gonna discuss it and uh, stay tuned. Okay. So we just finished watching uh, Sweat Sweatbox. Sweatbox. That can't be what it was called. Sweatshop? I thought it was th- called the Sweatbox. Okay. First uh, first thoughts on it. what'd you think of it? Just watching it.
0: I am very upset. That we did not get uh, Kingdom Under the Sun.
1: For those of you who are just wa- listening to this and not don't have any context, uh, Kingdom Under the Sun was the first draft of Emperor's New Groove, and uh, the Sweatbox documentary was about the making of Kingdom Under the Sun, or Kingdom of the Sun.
0: Kingdom of the Sun, I
1: think. It they had two is. working titles, though.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. Kingdom Under the Sun, or Kingdom of the Sun. And, um, and essentially, it was... An Aztec version of the Prince and the Pauper, which is
1: ironic because, um, you know, uh, Emperor's New Groove is, is it falls into a rare category of films by Disney that's not heavily based off an existing property or fairy tale. Yes. So I, I can't speak for you, but I remember as a kid uh, watching The Emperor's New Groove and thinking that it was based off The Emperor's New Clothes.
0: Yes, I thought the same thing, but
1: trying to make I was trying you try to make the connections, yeah. but there's no connections.
0: Yes, and I mean, as a child, maybe I didn't get it, but as an adult, I'm like, no, this is like a pretty original idea.
1: Yeah, it is. I like the uh, the whole llama. I think I think a big part about why The Emperor's New Groove works so well is because of the llamas. Like, I think if it was horses, or you know, deer, or any other animal that's more like fluent in our lives. Yeah. It would I feel like the appeal of like llamas everywhere. It was like, okay, what's a llama? I don't know what a llama is.
0: Yes, and I think that's exactly why we enjoyed it so much is because as North American children, we didn't see llamas. Llamas were something you saw at the petting zoo. They weren't (laughs) something that were like every day. It would be like I guess the equivalent of us seeing cows, we're like, okay, it's a cow. Well, I
1: think it would very closer comparison would be probably sheep.
0: Yeah, probably sheep. But yeah, no.
1: Picture a bunch of mine kids watching like uh a Disney movie with sheep like uh reading the beast being like what's wrong with those llamas necks why are they all so short why are they next? so short yeah but yeah do you think that uh which one do you think like so so which one do you think looked better as a film uh the emperor's new groove or the kingdom under the sun
0: just because i'm biased the emperor's new groove is better i think it's better okay but at the same time the kingdom under the sun we never really got to see a finished product it had the potential to be a very good film
1: Yeah, there's a lot of elements of it I liked, like, for how cool and, like, bug-eyed the llamas look in the Emperor's New Groove, they did that Lion King thing they do, where they, like, bring in a lion and, like, watch it move around, and we saw some sketches of, uh, well, not sketches, we saw some, like, non-colored animated of the llamas, and they moved a lot more like llamas in... The original, like, they had, like, booty to them, and they swayed back and forth. One cool thing we found out, there's a reason why Yzma is so pale.
0: Yeah, they kind of cut that out. Upon doing some research, I found out that Yzma actually has her own villain song Mm -hmm. that we totally missed out on. Yeah. I mean, I need to hear Eartha Kid just belting a tune.
1: It was a cool a song too. It was a, it was really interesting. I like when people take concepts and like try to like reinvent them.
0: I can put it on, like clip of it. Find it mm-hmm. on
1: Spotify if you if you really care. It's uh it's in a playlist called um
0: Disney Villain Songbook.
1: High cheekbone bitches, I think the song.
0: The, the song, song is book. called Snuff Out the Light.
1: Yeah. When a woman Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's actually a really good song. Like, most of the, like, uh, villain songs are about wanting to overthrow the king or gonna kill the, the young lady. But the, I like the idea of, like, my father was a mortician, and he made people look really attractive at their wakes. So I've used those those skills and those tricks as an, uh, like throughout my life as a living person to make myself look better. Yeah. So she's like a walking corpse.
0: Yeah, and, like, her whole thing is she is very vain. Yeah. Like, she thinks she is the most beautiful thing ever. You, and yeah. we kind of lose that in the Emperor's New Groove. She just wants to be the Emperor and that. That's really her only driving motivation as the villain. Unless I missed
1: it. Do you think there was, like, a part in uh, Kingdom of the Sun where she almost had, like, a Mr. Burns-esque plan to, like, cover the sun up? Oh, maybe. Because, like, she's, like, really pale. She hates the sun. Because, you know, like, the sun gives you wrinkles. Yeah. I think that's a part of the song, too. as She mentions, like, I stay out of the sun... Because I don't want to get them wrinkles.
0: Well, I can look up the lyrics
1: okay, really quick. You do um, that. Originally, the movie had uh, Paco, the big fat John Paco, the big fat uh, John Goodman character, Mongo, Mako. Mako. Found out like after the fact that Sting's wife uh, made a documentary, and it was never released by Disney. The only copy we could find was a copy that had like a number bar bar at the bottom that is on films when you're editing them before you, like, do the finished product.
0: Yeah, because this... I don't even think this documentary was ever released.
1: No, I think what happened was, if I had to guess, because Sting's wife is the one who made documentaries, they hired Sting... They wanted Sting to be, like, the Elton John, the Phil Collins of Kingdom Under the Sun, so he wrote a bunch of songs. And they just kept changing and changing the movie to such an extent where it got to the point where it was no longer the movie he was working on.
0: And, like, none of his songs made it in. Like, this guy, I think... I think I have a note here that says there were six songs that were never included, and like Sting wrote like all six of them.
1: I think, if I'm not mistaken, didn't one of the songs appear at the very, very end credits? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he had a cool ideas for songs, like you know, people come to you in Disney, I'm talking about, and they say, can you write a song about Prince and the Popper, but there's llamas, and just like based off that without seeing the scripts, he wrote this like one song about how without llama fur uh, or wool, I should say. Like, civilization stops, because you need the the fur for, like, clothing, and you can't, you know, make bargains and go to stores. Uh, do you think that Mickey Mouse, uh, the Prince and the Pauper, was a factor in this at all? I see a few factors that I could see why they changed it. Because they already had a Prince and the Pauper movie.
0: Mickey and the Pauper, yeah, but you could be right. That might have been why they changed it so much. But I think the main reason why it is so vastly different than what we have now is because they just couldn't find a way to make it work in a natural way. How do you mean? Because they said that. They had to keep reworking the script because they just, they couldn't find the right flow to the movie. Mm-hmm. So they changed it completely. And I'm very sad that we never got Owen Wilson in that movie.
1: Yeah, because that's a big part of it too, is Owen Wilson recorded a bunch of like... Uh, Dialogue for yeah. Pacha. Yeah, because the character was called Mango before it was Pacha. Because he looked just like... No? No.
0: The prince was Mako. Pacha was always Pacha. Pacha
1: was always Pacha?
0: They just aged him up, and that's why he's John Goodman. Yeah. No, that's not John Goodman, is it?
1: Yeah, it's John Goodman.
0: So it's John Goodman instead of Owen Wilson, because they aged him up to be, like, in his 40s.
1: Yeah, and then, like you said, they gave him a pregnant wife, which was the first ever pregnant.
0: Yes, the first ever ever person to appear pregnant in a disney film
1: it's funny i think like a big thing the only part of like watching kingdom of the sun that really like bored me and that's probably why owen Wilson was in it but they show they had like uh without being colored in they had the animation for uh owen wilson's character meeting david spade's character for the first time being like we look exactly the same and the back and forth was really boring
0: yeah it was very tone like, toneless. There was no emotion to it. It's just like, oh my god, you look just like me. That, that's that's the tone in everything. Like, it was so
1: boring. I think there was, like, another element to the film, uh, if I remember correctly, where it was, the emperor made the sun come out. Was that not part of it?
0: That was, because Um Yzma's whole, like, villain song is about how the sun steals your youth. Yeah. So she's gonna snuff out the light.
1: By being the new emperor. Yeah. The emperor can control the sun.
0: Yes, yes. He I who controls that's... the
1: sun controls the wealth.
0: Yes, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. I actually, I think that was a line they said in the movie, too, as, like, kind of the pitch for the idea, which is really interesting. Like, it had the skeleton to be a really good movie. I just yeah. don't think they could add enough meat onto it to make it something good.
1: I mean, The Emperor's New Groove, even when you watch it, it doesn't feel very meaty.
0: Yeah, but, I like, mean... Like, it
1: starts off in a way where, like, you have, like, Cusco narrating the plot, or doing, like, a three weeks before thing. yeah. Like, if you actually think about how the movie starts, it doesn't start very well.
0: Yeah, but again, I guess it's just I'm holding this movie in such high regards because I loved it as a child. Yeah. It's kind of hard when these are movies that we're watching that we watched when we were young children Mm -hmm. that made an impression on us, and now we got to kind of be critical of them as adults. As
1: adults, yeah. Two things right off the bat. When you're making a movie, here's two big tropes you want to avoid because they're basically... You're, you're destined to create a shitty movie. One of which is three weeks earlier. A lot of bad movies start off in the climax and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let us start from, let me start from the beginning. Let's get back to square one. Also narration. Having someone talk at you while the movie has started is not, you're supposed to show not tell. And Emperor's New Groove has both. It starts with the llama, all butthurt, being sad. And then goes yeah. like, see, I wonder if he is a god because he can like...
0: Right, and like he stopped the video, like the... Yeah. the film at times to be like just so we're all clear this story is about me not pacha a me
1: like i could even see that line being like uh said amongst the writers because initially pacha was the star yeah. i'm pretty sure how the, the plot went was
0: no 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 that, that makes sense because like Cusco's really big on the whole like this is a focus on me yeah so maybe that's like a joke they threw in for the writers
1: very meta joke yeah because from what we saw it's like the movie starts off with like there's like a song by sting or some shit where all the flowers are sprouting out of the ground like cartoonishly and Pacha, um like is he like a flower farmer or some shit like that
0: he's a loma farmer he's also like the chief of his like little village
1: and he goes to the emperor's um place to like ask him like not to build a water park where he lives? Is that still like a part of... Turkish. Turkish what?
0: I'm rereading... Sorry, I'm reading my notes. Yeah. Um, the note I have here is, why change the prince's name? Was Mako too hard of a name? And then I said, David Spade said it means pussy in Japanese <laughs> and bad movie in Turkish. Okay. <laughs> so I don't really think that's what it means in those languages. No. The fact that David Spade said it is all the background we need.
1: Do you think Disney didn't release this out of, like, embarrassment or, like, they just felt like we were, we were no longer, uh, we didn't use Sting's music so we no longer have, like, an obligation to his wife to release this film? Is it, like, an embarrassment type thing? Because, like, they want to seem like, these Disney wants to be God, Yeah,
0: Disney wants to only put out good content. They yeah. don't want their name associated with things that they don't full-heartedly believe in. Like, The Nightmare Before Christmas. When that was released in 1993... It was released under...
1: MGM? uh, Touchstone
0: Pictures, right? Yeah. So Disney didn't want to put their name on it at all until they saw how good it went, and now it's Disney's The Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't like how Disney was like, oh, this did so well... Let's associate our name with it now.
1: Do you remember why they said in the documentary why it was called Sweatbox?
0: Something to do with the um, the illustrator's booth or some shit where it was like really hot. Is that I really think that Disney should release some of their work in progress stuff on Disney+. Plus, Just kind of the background of like Kingdom of the Sun and where it was going and why they kind of scrapped the idea. Yeah. And like just have like a slideshow of like character designs before they... Re- finally got to the final character. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that would be a really fun thing to see on Disney+, Plus to kind of see, like, the, the backgrounds of our favorite childhood movies and how they came to be what they are.
1: Like, concept arts. I think that's a yes. great idea. I think that's a great idea. Have you ever uh, looked up the concept art, Toy Story?
0: No, but I have looked up the concept art of Lilo and Stitch.
1: Yeah, we actually and have Stitch, We have the book at home, yeah. actually, yeah. Stitch
0: had some really crazy, like, designs before yeah. they settled on the little blue guy that we know and love.
1: yeah totally uh i you see that's another thing where it's like i like the original stitch design but do i like it because it's different or do i like it because it's better
0: when when you think about the storyline it makes sense why they went with the design they did like there were much cooler designs
1: no if anything it makes less sense because stitch is a blue koala bear that everyone's confusing for a doll they you probably, don't try to say
0: okay but lilo is like the town weirdo, so they probably just think she dyes her dog
1: blue. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Uh, here, read this. I found the where the term sweatbox comes from.
0: The origin for the term sweatbox is said to date back to when Walt Disney would view the scenes completed through rough animation with his animators and critique their work. Some attribute the word sweat to the fact that screenings took place in a small theater and it got hot. <laughs> While others believe that the animators would actually sweat in response to how Disney might react to their work. Either way, the same wording is used today when a scene is ready to be approved by the director, in stages of rough animation, cleanup and effects animation, mm-hmm. and final color.
1: At the end of the movie, when Cusco moves his um, he, so the whole we've all, we've all seen it for his new groove. Cusco wants to build a summer home, on Pacha's land. And he ends up building it somewhere else
0: Like on a different hill
1: And I think I can't remember what Sting said But what Sting said Made so much fucking sense They, they did a screen a, a screening for Sting And he essentially said Well wouldn't it have been A better movie If like he learned his lesson And didn't build any Summer home Or he built it for like The kids in the community Or something like that
0: And like they didn't was really that, go- was that what it was What was it It was something like that. Like, why can't he just build it on the other hill and make it, like, a community center or some shit like that?
1: That was the thing, because he ends up building it on a different hill and, like, things just, like... And he's standing next to, like, ten writers and they're all just kind of, like... Uh, that's a better idea. But we've already started animating, so tough nugs. Um, so I guess the idea of the plot was, you know, uh, Mango goes to find the Emperor to tell him that he can't do what he wants to do. They find out they look exactly the same. And then they switch places, like, you know, Princess and the... Yeah, uh,
0: Prince and the Pauper. Pauper.
1: And then Isma's plan is to, like, kidnap the Prince. So she turns... No! She turns
0: him into a llama. No,
1: she doesn't, though. She turns Cusco into a llama. Yeah isn't isn't the whole plot of kingdom of the Sun is that like the actual king gets turned into a llama and now there's an imposter in place or does she turn the imposter into a llama
0: I honestly I don't really remember
1: yeah one one thing we should point out is there's a character who didn't make the final cut and there's a character who wasn't in the film until about the final cut do you know what I'm talking about there's a little rock guy
0: yes and he wasn't part of it until the final cut of no person first first
1: no I'm talking there's no rock guy in it baby
0: Oh, oh, uh, I thought you meant, like, the the guy who sings the...
1: Oh, it's yeah. Cusco.
0: Okay. Yes, there was, like, a, a talking rock.
1: Who actually kind of looked like the coconuts from Moana.
0: Yeah, Moana, yeah. Like, um, the same
1: kind of bill, but instead of coconut, it was a rock, like... A
0: rock shape, and that was, like, Yzma's little, like, advisor buddy thing? No. I thought that's who it was. It was. Cusco's advisor. Oh, fuck, okay. Or
1: Mango's advisor, whatever you want to call Marco. it. Mako. Mako's advisor, and the uh, Sting writes a song for him. Like, Sting writes pretty cool songs when you break it down. It's a song all about how, or I'm easily impressed. And, you know, viewership is advised. It's about how humans suck because they're weak, not like rocks.
0: Yeah, rocks are strong, yeah. Rocks
1: are strong, and they're hard to move. So that's the one character that they eventually scrapped, which I think, you know, they should have kept because Disney movies are known for having, like, little, like, cartoon, like, sidekick characters who don't whose existence don't actually make sense.
0: Like Pascal from Tangled, the little chameleon?
1: Yes, who, like, why is there a chameleon there?
0: He is just there because, yeah, you're right, like, everybody needs, like, a little animal sidekick.
1: Well, where does Tangled, what, what, like, what year slash what regions does Tangled take place, would you say?
0: Um, well...
1: 14 1500s maybe
0: Based on Mother Gothel's dress, she's from the 1500s. Okay. And because I remember I watched something about this. And based on the style of clothing that everybody else is wearing, yeah. especially Rapunzel, it takes place about 1750s. 1750s. 1750s.
1: So Mother Gothel she's and like And it's
0: German. Yeah, it's Germany. Yes, it's Germany.
1: And chameleons are from South America. Yeah. So. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it does not make any sense for her to have a chameleon as a pet. Yeah. Especially due to the fact that, well, for one, they're in Germany. Yeah. And chameleons need a certain amount of heat and humidity to be able to survive and thrive. Even if you got
1: your hands on a fucking chameleon, chameleon,
0: it would not survive especially out of a tank like it was just free range do we see the TV. chameleon
1: as when she's a kid i've only seen tangle once does she have it as a kid or is it just like does the time well, maybe maybe she got the chameleon a day before the like the movie started and we're just watching this thing slowly die like for all we know you know what I'm trying to say like oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah maybe
1: like the day before buddy shows up with his horse she gets the chameleon and then, like the day after the movie ends, the chameleon's dead. We're just yes. watching this chameleon slowly die. Her buddy's got a horse that acts like a fucking person.
0: Maximus. The,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm now that I'm saying it. I guess it's because the emperor is the the animal sidekick. There is no animal sidekick in the emperor's new groove.
0: Yes, because Cusco is a llama the entire time, so he is the animal sidekick.
1: Yeah. That's
0: or weird. We, you could make the argument that Bucky is the animal sidekick, the little squirrel that. Um, fucks with everyone
1: was, yeah yeah okay
0: Cusco was really mean to him in the beginning so he's like i'm gonna be like a vengeful motherfucker now
1: yeah i i, I must i have to go back and watch the emperor's new Groove. i don't remember there being a squirrel oh yeah. i remember, I remember this, the end scene the kids join like the mayan version of beavers or boy scouts Is that Yeah,
0: something like that. It's chipmunks or something. Is
1: the squirrel there, or is Yzma as the cat? It's
0: Yzma as the cat. Yeah, so... And they're learning how to speak squirrel. So the squirrel is there. Squirrel is there. Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. Fair enough. Uh, Have you heard that fan theory that um, there's a scene in the Emperor's New Groove where a fly is talking?
0: Yeah, I've seen that. Um, The theory is basically that because Cusco can communicate with humans when he's turned into a llama, and that he doesn't understand what the other animals are saying... The fact that he can hear this fly on this spider web saying "help me" means that that was once a human that was turned into a fly.
1: That pissed off Isma. Yeah. Yeah. So just think about the. And uh, one fun thing is almost like it was almost like watching uh, Black Widow in a lot of ways. When you're watching it and you're waiting for Tony Stark to show up. Oh, and then yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're like you're watching Black Widow. You're waiting for Tony Stark. Oh, waiting that for horrible Tony's. Movie. It was. Yeah. That's. We'll say that for another day. I didn't mind it. I thought. Here's the thing. I I think it might be my favorite Marvel movie ever. The plot wasn't good. I think
0: it's just because you got to see Scarlett Johansson throughout the entire movie in his Catwoman suit.
1: Oh, that's a thousand percent the reason. Yeah. But.
0: It was not a good movie. I did not enjoy it. No, but you got to see, like, Scarlett
1: Scarlett Johansson's butt as she was carrying, like, a gas tank thingy
0: how many times did you rewind that scene and rewatch it
1: too many times yeah yeah the vhs that's all, that's yeah. why you
0: came to bed really late last night and, okay. they, and then
1: left an hour later to rewatch the movie that's yeah why. yeah okay but um when you're watching it uh the black widow movie you're like okay when's tony stark gonna show up when's tony stark gonna show up when's tony stark gonna show up we got that feeling when watching sweatbox for crunk because Krunk is not in the, the, like, he is not in Kingdom of the Sun.
0: Yeah, and he was really not mentioned at no. all, either.
1: Well, it's because I'm trying to say, like, he's not in any version of Kingdom of the Sun. Krunk is not a character in Emperor's New Groove until it becomes the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then, like, he's barely in it.
0: Yeah, I think he was at it, like, right at the tail end of production. They were yeah. like, what if we, like, give her this, like, beefcake sidekick.
1: Because mm-hmm. I don't think she had a sidekick. Like You say it was, maybe it was the rock guy, maybe he was like a double agent, but I just remember the scenes that he was yeah. in, he was like talking to Cusco, being like, don't be a weird skin bitch, be a rock bitch. Yeah,
0: know? okay, I get that, but yeah, no. And Kr- I feel like Cronk made the movie. He was...
1: Well, I mean, of course, I mean, you know, a lot of people felt that way, that's why the sequel is called Kronk's New Groove.
0: Yeah, which did wonderful by the way such a good sequel
1: you know what the worst part of Crunk's new groove is it's like the I- irony is it's not even the worst fucking sequel to the emperor's new groove i would say it's the emperor's new school it doesn't even make sense like emperor's new S- school there's the oh that's another character who was in uh, kingdom of the sun who disappeared there's a girl there's love interest yeah remember
0: yeah 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 For Pacha.
1: And I'm thinking that they used that character design for the the female character for Emperor's New Groove. Because I remember looking at her being like, oh shit, that looks like...
0: What's her face? Yeah, Yeah.
1: I don't know her name. I never watched that show. That show was fucking dumb.
0: I watched it.
1: It's basically Billy Madison, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Like he needs to graduate school to become the Emperor? Yeah. Which he already is. So it's like Black Panther in a lot of ways like that, too. Yeah. And so what what grade is this? The Krunk? Because Krunk is like 28.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's high school. Yes. So Krunk's there... Uh, David Spade's there, and the girl's there.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, see, Cusco makes sense because he's supposed to be, like, 15, 16 years old. Is he?
1: Yeah. Maybe it's because he's voiced by David Spade. I still, I think he's, like, a 32-year, okay, sure, he's, we'll, well say I'll, I'll he's Google 16. Well, how
0: old he is. We'll
1: say, we'll say, yeah, until she figures out the answer. We'll say Cusco's 16 years old. Uh, one other thing I liked about the Emperor, or Team of the Sun's animation opposed to, Oh, uh,
0: 18, he's 18 years old.
1: Weird. Why is an eighteen-year-old going to high school? How old's Krunk? Uh,
0: twenty-eight.
1: Creepy. Weird and creepy. Why is Krunk at that school? Anyways, Krunk's new, uh, Krunk's new groove could have been a good movie. You know, everyone loves Krunk. You know, he's a, he's the breakout character. He's the Stewie Griffin of the the series. You know, he's that fucking bat from Anastasia of the series. But Burtalk. talk? I've never seen Anastasia, so.
0: Oh, okay, he has his own movie.
1: I guess why I said that. Yeah. I'm aware, I'm aware of it. Yeah. When he tries to fuck a snake, right?
0: Kind of. He has to go on, like, this big, long quest for some reason to meet Babu Yaga or something. Sure.
1: Go ahead. I think that Anastasia is one of the most disrespectful films ever made. Yeah. You know why I say that, though, eh? No. I
0: have no well, idea. Well,
1: Anastasia's a real person. Yeah. She's a little girl who was murdered by, like, uh, her ki- like a bunch her- of people, like, broke into her fucking, like, palace.
0: Yeah. I-, I know the story of Anastasia.
1: And killed her and her siblings. Yeah. Rasputin's is a real man. Yes. He's actually my idol in a lot of ways. He's kind of a badass. He's a weird, smelly drunk who became the most powerful person in a country. Oh, she's, she has the Anastasia book right there. The Last Grand Duchess. Pass it? Yeah.
0: Um. Now, this is... I've had... Man,
1: costumes. Jess has got all the books that apply. Wow, Anastasia is not a looker. Here,
0: I she's think... A man,
1: she's a little here. girl with a man's face. Yeah, eh? here.
0: At the back, they always have like pictures of what the actual historical people looked like, so hang on. I hope
1: that picture of Rasputin's there, the one where his hair is parted, and he looks like a demon. Oh, it is. Okay. It is. Yeah, that's the photo. I love it.
0: Anastasia's right here in the middle. Okay, let's see. And that's her sisters and her brother.
1: Yeah, her brother's the reason why Rasputin was in their family, right? Eh? Yes. He had, like, a magical lix- lixter that, like, kept the kid from dying.
0: Yeah, he was, um, what they called in that time a bleeder. Yeah. What we would now know as a hemophiliac, where... His blood doesn't clot properly, so
1: and the theory he could was easily
0: bleed out.
1: The theory was Rasputin, there's a cure to it that we know of nowadays. Where like you smell something that makes your blood, or you drink something makes your blood less thin.
0: He, um, yeah, he was probably get uh, giving Alexia a mixture of something that was really high in vitamin K. Yeah, which is a clotting factor. Yes. So he was giving essentially Alexi supplements of vitamin k to help his blood clot that's why he was in the family he was like a bastard
1: he was a rock star before rock stars existed
0: yes he was this gross weird guy but he had many people believing that he um was like this magical medicine man he was also a creep because he would sleep uh he would force like young girls to sleep naked next to him
1: see i know so you say that but it, i've never heard that part of it i've heard the like passing out with his giant dick out Getting drunk all the time, being a rock star, fucking a bunch of broads, like, being gross,
0: but but in a cool way.
1: I don't remember, like, him being a rapist of any sorts. So it's a
0: podcast I listen to that we can listen to after, Uh, but the description for it is, in the early 1900s, a strange peasant from Siberia... Charmed Russia's royal family. Gregorio rescued and gained entry into the Romanov's inner circle using his reputation as a healer and prophet. But not everyone was brought under his spell. So it's, it's pretty interesting. But yeah. it, they pretty much go into detail about how he would do that. He would sleep around with like a lot of women because he was considered this prophet.
1: Rock and roll.
0: So he essentially was like, I can communicate with God himself. Love me. Fuck me, I am the shit.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's and, basically being a cult leader without a cult.
0: Yeah, and, like, yeah. the thing like the thing is, in that time, he came, like, as it said, a peasant family. He was dirt fucking poor when he was
1: born. That's what makes it so cool. Yeah. It's Like, if he was Nick Kroll, already rich, and becoming richer, I wouldn't be as impressed. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it's like a rags to riches story, and yeah. then, like, he overthrew pretty... He helped overthrow, like the Russian family and shit.
1: Well, there's one cool thing where, like, a bunch of people threw a party just to murder him. And they invite him to the party and they poison him. They give him alcohol full of poison.
0: Yeah, they poison him or they, like, like... There's another one where they stab him and it's the middle of winter and he, like, goes out and dies by the river.
1: No, I'm talking about... And they, like, push... There's yeah, a I was couple talking about the party them. just before that. There's a party where he drinks a shit ton of poison alcohol, and he's fine, yeah. And he just like and I think other people drank it and they died, and he's just like, Eh, whatever, I'm, I'm a sputin'. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on uh, the Emperor of the Sun or sorry, Sweatball. I keep forgetting what we watch. Any more? Any more thoughts on Cruella? or uh, Sweatbot?
0: Fuck man. Um.
1: Any more thoughts on Babe in the City?
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Uh, it was interesting to see all of the backstory and kind of. The makeup to what made it the Emperor's New Groove. I don't know. If you guys can find that uh, documentary, I would definitely suggest watching it. I find it really intriguing.
1: Yeah. If not, like, it had, like, for me, it had a lot of, like, um, parallels with the um, Apocalypse Now documentary. Okay. Uh, Kingdom of Fire or whatever. Because, like, you're just slowly watching this man lose his mind. Like, poor Sting is just slowly losing his mind throughout the film. And he's working so hard, and it, it, it's it's cruel because you we all know watching the movie that none of his songs make it in.
0: I know. So he's just
1: working real hard with his little fat musician buddy. You and know, and it,
0: it's really sad because it's like he is work, he is giving it his all. Okay. Yeah. And
1: yeah. Um. What else have we got here? Uh, the Isma song was probably the the best thing to come out of. Um, Kingdom of the Sun. I'm glad that it's it's available on Spotify because it's such a good uh, a good tune. It's a
0: jam, like it's a real like toe tapper.
1: Yeah, it'd be cool if they like if they got all the footage and everything, and even made like a flash animation of Kingdom of the Sun just to see like what it would look like.
0: Yeah, if they could get like the rough stuff and just kind of
1: put it together. You know just, what I'm saying?
0: That would be really cool. Um, Disney Plus, take our ideas.
1: It's weird. It's not on Disney Plus, eh?
0: Yeah, but a lot of Disney movies. That I watched on Disney Channel are not on it. Like what? I can't think of them now because you're yeah. putting me on the spot.
1: Okay. Uh, anything? So, uh, I have a YouTube channel, Kyle High XX, and um, check me out. We got uh, Just Don't Know once a week. And uh, you got anything you want to plug, Jess?
0: Nope, not really. Um, Wait, I do have a mm-hmm. Twitch account I have been slacking on, and I'm going to be getting back up to Twitching every day. Mm-hmm. It's uh J L A F Unicorn. Mm. Which is funny. Mm. Okay, it's a play on my like name and unicorn.
1: Is there anything else you want to plug? Maybe maybe plug the um maybe maybe you should plug the vacuum to the wall and clean this fucking dump.
0: <laughs> okay. And uh, if we don't return next week, you'll know that I have murdered Kyle.
1: All right, bye guys.
0: Bye. Peace out.